Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday to you all. I hope you're all doing well today. And thank you so much for joining us for Daily Devotions through Redeeming Life Fellowship. And today, as we're continuing through this reading plan or leading us through the Gospel of Luke, we're going to be in Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 28. And the biggest chunk of this is actually going to be the focus of our of our devotion today, which is really primarily going to be about prayer. And uh, we're in the position, similar to the disciples, who I think we would do the same things that they do in this moment, that they go to Jesus and they say, uh, teach us how to pray. Uh, so I'm very thankful that the disciples did what they did in saying, Lord, this, this seemingly very simple yet also very complex uh, idea, this thing that we're supposed to do, that we're supposed to be people of prayer, that we pray to God, uh, we want to see that we're doing this in a way that's going to be actually fruitful, that we want to pray in the way that we ought to pray. And so Jesus gives us some instruction on this. And uh, I'm really thankful for this uh, for several reasons. Uh, well, one of them is that I know, personally, I need instruction on how to pray. Uh, I don't pray in the way or in the, with the right attitude as I know that I ought to. And God is working on me with that. Thank God. Uh, and what I've also come to find out, especially as we've been reading this, and I want you to think about this as you're reading through the text, is that uh, what Jesus teaches us about in prayer is one that instructs our daily dependence on God, not as one that uh, we could sort of, let me say it this way, the dependence upon God assumes a certain relationship, an intimate relationship with God, not one that's more uh, deistic in its approach, that God is somehow far away and he just kind of uh, airdrops, you know, by drones, you know, things that we need and then just, you know, goes off and does his own thing. This bespeaks of one of intimate relationship and also intimate trust, where the the sort of prayer that Jesus is about to describe is one where, uh, where our fruitfulness in praying is one that's cultivated by learned trust in the same way that there's a fruitful and cultivated relationship between a father and a son or a daughter that has cultivated trust through relationship. And so uh, that's one thing or another thing. But the other thing I think I want us to, to reflect on in this is that, uh, that it is very easy in my own experience to make the sum of our lives a pursuit of things that we think that we need rather than in pursuit of a person who knows what we need because anyone who has ever matured even a little bit and reflects back on their lives will come to realize to to think about certain things that they thought that they needed, but they really didn't, or the things that they know that they needed, but they didn't have, that somehow in their heads and in their hearts, um, they couldn't discern a want from a need 
in that uh, their lives would have been more fruitful if they were dependent on someone who had the wisdom to be able to, to discern, to say, this is the thing that you need. Pursue this. Uh, this is the thing that you just want. You don't need to pursue this. Uh, so that our lives and our energies don't get wasted on pursuing things that don't matter. And that what you find, what's on display in Jesus's teaching on prayer is not just simply the instruction to pursue the right things, but to pursue the right person who knows the things that we need. Uh, that, as we'll see in a, uh, a parable about a person who is uh, pleading with a neighbor uh, for provision, uh, he knows that he needs bread, but he gets no bread, the thing that he needs, unless he pursues it through the person. And that uh, the audacity that he has in praying the prayer that he does and seeking the things that he does is one that because that he's seeking a person, not because he's seeking a thing. Uh, but then uh, lastly, uh, the other thing, or the last thing that I want us to reflect on as we're reading this is one that, uh, that a passage like this should encourage us to not just pray what is oftentimes, I think, generalized prayers, ones that, that don't really address or ask for anything specific. And uh, I'm reminded of something that I had heard from a uh, fellow who's since passed, Cy Rogers, who had said this old saying, uh, which I had heard for the first time through him, is, is that, You'll never get what it is that you're unwilling to pursue, and that pursuit is the proof of your desire, and that God wants to be desired. Uh, and so, with that, it's important that we not only pursue God, but that we're open with him about the things it is that we're asking for. This doesn't reduce God to being our butler or a genie in a bottle, but that there it remains true that there are certain things in our lives that we don't have just simply because we didn't ask God. And so, I would encourage you, after reading something like this, um, ask yourself, how is it that we should be pursuing God? And what kind of relationship do we have with him uh, that's cultivated with trust, that we, uh, that we trust God for the things that we actually need, and that he's the one who's going to provide the things that we need because he's, he's a father um, who gives good gifts to his children. So with that in mind, let's read together Luke 11, uh, and we're going to focus really on verses 1 through 13. And also, bear in mind, uh, this includes an account of Luke's version of the Lord's Prayer, which most of us, when we recite the Lord's Prayer, is the one that we remember from Matthew. So this one might actually sound a little bit different, or maybe you will do as I once did, that as you're reading, you'll want to uh, add in Matthew's uh, uh, version into Luke's. But we're going to try our very best to read through and just hear what Luke has to say as he's telling, showing us what Jesus is instructing his disciples on how to pray. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray. 
just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Then he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and he goes to him at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Then the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of your fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? In closing, isn't it amazing how when we're talking about daily needs and a father providing the things for their children that they know that they need, that even, that even though we're evil, God, Jesus calls us evil, even evil people know how to be able to give good gifts to their children. How much more, if God is a good father, that he's going to give us the thing that we need. And what is that thing that we need above all things? The gift of the Holy Spirit. Which should tell us that the gift of the Holy Spirit is not something that's incidental, but something that's nice, something that just gives you power. It is something that we need. Uh, that we need even more than our daily bread and eggs. Uh, and not snakes and scorpions. Thank God. Um, I don't want that on my plate. Thank you very much. But I'll take the Holy Spirit. That would be good. So, with that in mind, uh, I pray uh, in your prayers, whatever your requests are to God, go ahead and open your heart before him and share those with him. And then allow God to... Um, to search your heart, allow the Holy Spirit to search your heart, to discern the things that you want from the things it is that that you actually need and that God will provide for you. Uh, but none of this comes uh, apart from pursuing God first uh, and making him your first priority and then following through with the daily tasks that God lays before us every day. Um, our lives are going to be fruitful, fruitful in prayer, fruitful in provision, and fruitful in providence if we put God first. So 
God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can get daily notifications. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the next time we'll all be able to meet together to learn and grow and live as the people of God. Um, and uh, allow Him and allow the Holy Spirit that He's given us to be able to transform us from the inside out and make us His people. So, God bless you. Take care. I'll see you next time.